السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد ونسلی علی رسول الکریم اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب شرحلی صدری ویسلی امری وحل القدتم من لسانی یفقه قولی سبحانک لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العلیم الحکیم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is only the grace and mercy of all, Mithya Allah Jalla wa that we continue with Surah Shu'ara, chapter 26 and verse number 172. In our previous lesson, all, Mithya Allah Jalla wa highlighted the incident of Nabi Lut alayhi salatu salam. I mentioned to you previously, Lut alayhi salatu salam's honorable name is mentioned 27 times in the Noble Quran. Nabi Lut alayhi salatu salam's honorable name means to fix up and mend things. His people, they were there in the land of Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, and therefore this crime is called sodomy, homosexuality, and remember that in Islam it is absolutely haram, all forms of sodomy, whether it is male to male, whether it is husband, wife, all forms absolutely haram it is. And any person who considers it to be halal and permissible, or any politician who signs it, they are all murtered and out of the fall of Islam. So there are certain crimes, remember, that in Islam is non-negotiable like zina, fornication, adultery, murder, rape, all these type of things. So there's no way any person can negotiate all these things. So yeah, like alcohol, drugs, so these are considered the kabira, the major sins, and akbarul kabair. There is ijma and consensus among the Jews of Islam that this crime of sodomy, homosexuality, is worse compared to zina and fornication and adultery. So remember, it is an unnatural act. But in today's Western systems and Western democracies, you must remember it is considered as something progressive. It is considered as something to do with human rights. We say Allah's curse be on such human rights that are in direct conflict with the divine rights, the rights which Almighty Allah has implemented and the rights which Almighty Allah has commanded us to do. And this is not only to do with Islam. Whether you study Islam, you study Christianity, you study Judaism, from the correct sources, not what's happening today in the churches, you find the gay priest, so you find the pedophilia, you will find that they're trying to justify that as well. So we need to call a spade a spade. 
So we must remember it's absolutely haram and any person who tries to justify it is a kafir murtad out of the fall of Islam and it is punishable by death. Remember, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَقْتُلُوا fa'il wal maf'ul." When there are two consenting adults, then remember both of them must be killed. The difference of opinion is how do you kill them? Some ulama say you take them to the apex of the mountain and throw them from there. Some say you throw a wall on them and crush them. Some say you kill them in other different ways. The fact remains that we have to eliminate such type of scourge from the society. That is why Islam wants a pure and a chaste society. And remember today's Western democracies, they can never solve these problems. So how will they solve this problem? They say give everybody a condom. Instead of telling the people we must adopt the quality of taqwa through piety, the fear of Almighty Allah, the love of Almighty Allah must be embedded in the inner recesses of our heart. So let's recap yesterday's lesson. I explained to you where Lut was. He was there, you must remember, in the land of Palestine. One side, Ibrahim On the other side, Nabi Lut Nabi Ibrahim in Canaan, De Khalilu Rahman, Hebron side. And this side where the Dead Sea is, remember, that is where Nabi Lut Nabi Lut is the nephew. Nabi Ibrahim is the uncle. Almighty Allah teaches us on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ وَلُوتًا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكَنَا فِيهَا لِلْعَالَمِينَ Remember that all Mithya Allah Jalla states that these are the very people they try to kill, assassinate and kill Nabi Ibrahim a.s. But what all Mithya Allah did? وَأَرَادُوا بِهِ كَيْدًا فَجَلْنَامُ الْأَخْسَرِينَ so what they are plotting, planning and so forth, they became the failures. Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam's name shining, glittering all the time. وَنَجَّيْنَاهُ وَلُوتًا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا لِلْعَالَمِينَ We rescued, delivered Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam and Lut alayhi salam to that piece of land, بَارَكْنَا, where we put the barakah. What is the meaning of barakah? Al-ashya'ul qalila, something that is very small, little quantity-wise, and otherwise also. Barakna fiya for the whole world is barakah, they all the worlds. So this is Surah 21, verse 71. So look at Palestine, occupied Palestine, it's just like Ruka National Park here in South Africa. And Anbiya Salam were born there. Anbiya Salam messengers walked there. Anbiya Salam are buried there. That is our first Qibla Al-Majidul Aqsa. Did you make dua for Aqsa today, O Muslim? Read to Rakat Salat. Allahumma alayka bil Yahudi zalimin. O Almighty Allah, you punish these settlers and these Zionist regime. Ya Allah, you make them a sample for humanity and posterity. Waj'aluhum ibratan lil mu'tabirin. So these are lessons you need to learn. And remember, it's the only place we find at one time, one place, all the Anbiya assembled. It did not happen in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwarah. It happened there at Aqsa, in Baytul Muqaddas, Baytul Maqdis, in Jerusalem, Al-Quds, we call it nowadays.
So great, great virtues. So here all Allah is telling us, إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ لُوتُنَ لَا تَتَّقُونَ Do you not fear? رَسُولٌ أَمِينَ I am that faithful, loyal messenger of Allah to you. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَاطِئُونَ Today, O oh Father, do you speak to your son about taqwa? O oh mother, do you speak to your daughter and son about taqwa and obedience to Mustafa sallallahu sallam? If you put a hundred Muslim parents, if you find even five or ten, ten percent does it, we'll be lucky. Ninety-five percent are not even bothered about this. They think the Maulana must do it in Madrasa, the Apa, the Muallima must do it. What are you doing? They're watching their movies, Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood. They're busy gallivanting with their shopping and looking for specials. The father is too busy with his friends and playing golf. Are we not shirking our responsibilities? Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa spoke about which is the best gift you, the father, can give your children. مَا نَحَلَ وَالِدٌ نَحْلًا أَحْسَنَ مِنْ أَدَبٍ حَسَنٍ Remember, a father cannot give a better gift to his children, sons and daughters, than good character, good morals and good manners. So imagine, we're failing. There's no talk. Therefore, we say, start ta'aleem in your house daily. Connect ourselves, our children, with Almighty Allah. Today we want to connect only the telephones, connect the cell phone, connect the TV, connect this, connect that with all shaitan, but nothing to connect with Allah. So therefore you find the civil war going on in the homes. The brothers are fighting, the children are fighting, the parents are fighting. The house is burning with a lamp in the house. وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرٍ I ask you for no reward. No Nabi came and asked people for material wealth. That you must remember is a great sign. Therefore, ulama need to have istighna. Ulama need to be independent and not muhtaj of trustees and rich people and carry on like beggars. Zillatul ulama in dal To go and beg by people. Nay. We need just to put our place, our trust in Almighty Allah. When you have taqwa, Almighty Allah opens so many doors for you. Allah will give risk from so many avenues where that person never ever expected it from. Thereafter he tells them, the Nabi of Allah always highlights the crimes the people are doing. Today we want to tell people, do this, do this, Amar bin Ma'roof. But we never do Nahyan al-Munkar. Nahyan al-Munkar is more important because people neglect it to prevent the rot, prevent the haram. And we need to be clear on that in, in, in that regard. So very few people do that because they themselves are involved in vices. Allah forbid. So are you coming to the men, min al-alamin, from the people of the world? Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve. So that's what the West is teaching now. Adam and Steve also. Astaghfirullah. وَتَذَرُونَ مَا خَلَقَ لَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ مِنْ أَزْوَاجِكُمْ And you leave that which Almighty Allah has created for you from your spouses. So Allah created female, but they will go to the male. 
Remember, you want the balanced, dynamic society, so you must have marriage. You go to South America, I just returned from there. Remember that so many children, illegitimate. It seems the perception and impression is this, that maybe there are more illegitimate children in Brazil, in France, and all these places, Europe, that is. So then legitimate children. In South Africa also, if you look at the amount of bees and illegitimate children, Allah alone knows. You can never have a stable society when you have so many illegitimate children. Islam instituted marriage because marriage will bring about a dynamic society, a pure society, a chaste society. And remember that when you have that, then Islam says marriage is so important, it will even continue in the year after. In this world, yeah, people like me, ordinary people, ordinary mortals, we are the one that are, remember, doing and performing the nikah. In the year after, all Allah will perform the nikah. Imagine all Allah performing the nikah. So the old tactic they have, he told them, if you continue like this, you are adun, you are huge transgressors. He told Nabi Lut told him. They told Lut salam, we're going to expel you, we're going to kick you out, because you are all pure people, we want khabis, we want khabisat, we want impure people here. He told them, I hate and I detest the action you are doing. Are we not hating the action? We keep silent, silent, and then we just say, yeah, everybody is doing. Just see how many haram we are involved in today, the ulama and others. You must remember because everybody allows it. Photography, videos, TV, intermingling. Since when all this became permissible? When the wahi came 20 years ago, 30 years ago, all was haram. Suddenly all became jayis. Say, no, this Mulvi Sab said, this Mufti said. That means nothing. Bring us dalil. Bring us evidence. You must remember they don't have. Rabbi najini wa ahali mimma ya'malun. That you save me, O oh Allah, and my family from what they are doing. What they are doing, these people who are involved in homosexuality. Hence we rescued him and his family, family, blood family and his followers. Except the old lady, his wife. She was with the remainder because she was a kafira. Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu salam's wife, non-Muslim. Nabi Lut alayhi salatu salam's wife, non-Muslim. All dispatched to Jahannam and mentioned in the Quran. Kharin, and then we crushed others. We demolished them. Today the land is telling you a story. Altitude there is the lowest in the world. Matara, and we rained upon them the rain. That rain was what? It was the rain of stones. Their name were written on it. And that is Musawwamatan in the Rabbika lil Musrifin. And remember how horrible, terrible was this rain for those who were warned. Subhanallah. Imagine we beg Allah for His forgiveness, for protection. Yeah, I want to ask you one question. If somebody told us 40, 50, 60 years ago, I'm 60 years old now, that you one day will get stones coming from the skies. It will be the size of golf ball and tennis ball. Would we believe them? We would say no. 
But today we're witnessing this with our own eyes. You see when the hail comes and you see when all these things happen, then they'll tell you that such hail came, it was the size of golf ball, it was the size of a tennis ball, and it went right through the tile roof, it went right through the windscreen of the cars and of the vans and whatever else. Who is doing all this? Zadika yukhawifullahu bihi ibadah. Almighty Allah is warning His servants. So let's carry on Surah 26, verse number 174. Indeed, in this, there are big, big signs. And majority of them are not believers. So imagine today prostitution, homosexuality. This is the irony of today's modern society. One side, the woman can sell a body, human rights. Other side, the person can do gay business, all that. So this is human rights. But when that lady falls pregnant and she's one month, two months, three months, four months pregnant, then she can go for abortion on demand. So we ask them the question, what rights does that fetus have? What right does an unborn baby have? Islam says definitely they have rights. They say, no, you can go and kill that unborn baby and fetus. We say, Allah's curse be upon you for your crooked laws that you have. So what you are doing, you want the people to indulge more and more in fornication, more and more in adultery, more and more in the gay business. And then you say you got the AIDS pandemic. You just go across the border and see Swaziland. Remember what a pandemic they have. South Africa, what pandemic? Give everybody one condom. Remember these type of laws are laughable, a disgrace to humanity and posterity. So, and majority of them are not believers. And your Rabb, your sustainer, nourisher, remember he is the one very, very powerful, all powerful, almighty. And Rahim, Ar Rahim. I'm breaking up the words, very, very merciful. Whenever you want your duas to be accepted, say, Ya Arham Rahimin. Ya Allah, you are the most merciful one to be of, of those who show mercy. Ya Arham Rahimin. That Today is the day of Jumu'ah, Friday, between Asr and Maghrib, the Duadis in Tirmidhi. That look for the time when the du'as are accepted after Asr Salat till the sunset. Subhanallah, the hadith authentic in Tirmidhi. So that's the time for du'a. Ya Dhal Jalali Wal Ikram. Ya Allah, you are the possessor of majesty. You are the possessor of honor. You are the possessor of everything. Ya Almighty Allah is telling us the story, incident of Nabi Shu'ayb alayhi salatu salam. Do you know Shu'ayb alayhi salatu salam? He is that Nabi that he was known as Khatibul Anbiya, the orator of the messengers and the prophets, The people he was sent to, they were very affluent, very rich people. When he spoke to them, then they told him, please don't come tell us all about these issues. 
نَفْعَلُ فِي أَمْوَالِنَا مَا نَشَاءُ We will do whatever we want to in our wealth. How dare you come and tell us what to do? Does that not resonate with us today? When the Imam, the Sheikh, the Mawlana, the Mufti tells us about inheritance, you say then, people say, couldn't you find another topic? You must remember because people find it difficult that they have to give their wives, they have to give their sons, they have to give their daughter, and the sons will inherit double, the daughter single. And remember that people will inherit. Some people don't have children, so their brothers, sisters will inherit. So they hate that. How can they inherit? It's my money. That is the law of all. So remember to deprive any heir. Today people have millions. And then they draw up the world un-Islamically. They go straight to Jahannam, the Quran says. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 14. وَمَنْ يَعْسِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ Disobeys all Mithyallah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَيَتَعَدَّ حُدُودًا And they exceed the boundaries and the limits. يُدْخِلْهُ نَارًا خَالِدًا فِيهَا Then all Mithyallah dispatches them to Jahannam and they stay in Jahannam forever a very very long time. وَلَهُ عَذَابٌ مُهِينٌ If the person died with Iman then it won't be forever but a long time. وَلَهُ عَذَابٌ مُهِينٌ A humiliating punishment awaits him. كَذَّبَ أَصْحَابُ الْأَيْكَةِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ The people of the forest, the people of the jungle. So you must remember when Nabi Shu'ayb a.s. was sent, there were forests there, jungles there. So therefore Almighty Allah called them أَصْحَابُ Aika, the people of the forest. They rejected Mursaleen, the messengers. When you reject one Nabi, either regarding the oneness, uniqueness, attributes of Allah, or the salad rejecting the messenger, one messenger also, or you reject Al-Ba'ath, Ba'ath, Al-Maut, the life after death, Qiyamah, and Jannah, Paradise, Jahannam, Al. So that is tantamount to rejecting all the messengers. Because every messenger taught to Tawheed, the oneness of Allah, Risalat about being a prophet and messenger, and third about life after death, that is deen. So the deen never changed. What kept on changing was the kullin ja'alna minkum shir'ata wa min haja. The sharia kept on changing. إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ شُعِيبٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ خَطِيبُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ Nabi Shu'ayb spoke to them and asked, Do you not fear? You don't fear Almighty Allah, all this haram you are doing, kufr, shirk, blasphemy, polytheism. Indeed, I am a loyal, faithful, dedicated messenger of Almighty Allah, and I don't want nothing from you. I've come here to connect you to Almighty Allah, connect your hearts to Almighty Allah. That is the function of a da'i. Today we fail because our eyes are on the wealth of that person, on the pockets of that person. How much can I get from him? What deals can we make with him? So therefore today we find sometimes this da'wah becomes counterproductive because the intention is also not pure. It is polluted and tainted. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَعَطِيُونَ Fear all, Allah, and be obedient to me. See consistently all the Anbiya saying that. 
Nuh alayhi salatu salam, Hud alayhi salatu salam, Salih alayhi salam, Lut alayhi salam, now Nabi Shu'ib alayhi salam. Everyone's incident we did already. So imagine. So we don't read the Quran just for entertainment and information. We have to read the Quran Sharif so that you wonder, ponder in the verses of the Noble Quran. Fear all, Matthew Allah, and be obedient to me. And I ask you of no material wealth. Remember that I ask you for nothing. Because my reward in Ajriya illa Rabbil Alameen, my reward is only there by the Rabb, the sustainer, nourisher, provider of the worlds. Here remember Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, similar verse is mentioned with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I give you the reference. Mustafa sallam, told the people, see, I don't want nothing from you in recompense. But one thing you must do, you must have full love, excessive love, fil qurba, for my family, family, Muslim family. And this is mentioned in Surah to Shura, chapter number 42, Surah number 42 and verse number 23. So Surah 42 and verse 23. So that is what all Allah is commanding us to do. And are we doing it? Today the Ummah must realize who are the family of Nabi Salam. All the honorable wives. They are the family of Nabi Salam. All the children of Nabi Salam. Four daughters and three sons. The son-in-law, Sayyidina Ali, Sayyidina Usman, and all of them. And remember the uncles, aunties who are Muslim. Not non-Muslim, non-Muslim are not included. Here always the Shias and you will find that the people we, that we get influenced with their thought and thinking and propaganda. If you ask an ordinary Muslim layman who are the family of Nabi Salam, he will tell you Panjtan Pak. This is the term they use in Urdu. Five great individuals. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Obviously, Nabi alayhi salam was, is, will always be the best, the greatest, and most beloved to Allah. Then Sayyidina Fa Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha. There is no doubt she is part, but what about the other three daughters? So they are also part. Sayyida Ruqayya radiallahu anha. Sayyida Zainab radiallahu anha. Sayyida Umay Kulthum radiallahu anha. And then they say Sayyidina Ali. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, Sayyidina Hassan, Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anhu. So these five individuals. So I asked them that even they in Iran, when I had the debate and discussion with that Safiullah, and even he admitted I defeated him, alhamdulillah, with the help, mercy, and tawfiq from all Allah. I said, let's see and analyze it. You have Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and you have Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anhu. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the father, Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha is the mother, is the daughter. So where's the mother? Fabuhita alladhi kafar. This kafir she asked, didn't know how to answer. So I said, you see, you also, you say you love Sayyida Khadija radiallahu anha. 
But the problem becomes, you can't include Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha in the Ahlul Bayt according to you, Shia, because then you will have to include Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. You will have to include Sayyidah Hafsa radiallahu anha. And they hate Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu an and his daughter Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. They hate Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an and the daughter of Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Hafsa radiallahu anha. So they said none of the wives belong to the household Ahlul Bayt. So how come Sayyidina Fatima becomes? So the father is there, the daughter is there, the honorable father, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the most beloved to Allah in the universe. Sayyidina Fatima, Sayyidina Tunisaya, Jannah. But what happened to Sayyidina Khadija? None of the Shias can answer this, but I gave you the rationale and the reasoning. Therefore, on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, we say the Shias are 100% kafir. Not one, I can give you over 100,000 reasons why they are kafir. So remember, the Quran also will reject what they are saying. So you must remember that Nabi Shu'ib told his people, you must do straight business. They said, no, we will do with our wealth what we feel like. Second one, when he spoke to them, they said, We don't understand many of the things you are saying. See, it's weekend now. People are preparing now. Let's go for the kawali. Let's go for the jol. Let's go for the party. And then it will be in Urdu, or it will be in Portuguese, or it will be in Spanish. And the people are whistling, dancing, jiving, shaking their bodies, and many other things. You ask them, you understand this language? They say no. But when the Maulana speak in Urdu, they'll make a big noise. But when the Kawali is in Urdu, we'll say, wah, wah, and Shabash, Kalender. They'll be throwing money also. So this is the shaitani at Kawali is haram, absolutely haram. No waliullah said you must go and play kawali. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said it is the soul, the mal'ud, the saw the voice that is cursed by Almighty Allah jalla wala. So may Almighty Allah jalla wala give us a true understanding of our deen. Assalamu alaikum wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.